If you're anything like me, you're booked and busy. From family duties and work responsibilities to catching up on your favorite shows and podcasts. Yes, like Wrestling with Freddie, with me, Freddie Prinze Jr. With all the responsibilities we have, it's always nice to have someone in your corner. That's why State Farm is there for you with your auto and home insurance needs, helping you protect the things you love and helping you save money. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. State Farm, proud sponsor of the Michael Tura Podcast Network. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Jeff Pelletier. The purpose of our podcast is a simple question. Why is Israel important? Over the next many episodes, my partner Neil Johnson and I will seek to answer this question. There are just barely over 14 million descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the world today, and about five and a half million of them live in Israel. The rest are scattered across and among the nations. For the sake of our podcast, Israel is both a country and a people. So, Neil, here we are again. Uh, Hanukkah is happening right now, and we just finished an episode on uh, uh, Hamas and what, what all that meant. And wow, what a lot that that meant, and it was an amazing thing. Hanukkah has meaning here as well. Here we are in a war. Israel is in a war. It's another festival, something happening to Israel. Uh, and, and here they are with, with Hanukkah. And you, you sent me an email this morning, uh, and I want to just read a, a bit of it because it's it's a powerful email. And we, we very rarely do current events, but this event is so uh, powerful, we need to talk about it. So uh, the defense minister of Israel declared that Hamas is on the verge of disillusion and the IDF is taking over its last strongholds. Hearing this announcement during Hanukkah, a festival symbolizing light and hope brings a sense of promise and optimism for a future of peace and security. So, hey, it's over, right? No, it's over. No, it's not. However, however... The reality on the ground is very troubling because the IDF's invasion of Gaza has led to 559 soldiers wounded since its inception, and tragically, we've lost an additional seven soldiers earlier today. The IDF is currently in the second stage of the operation, necessitating the continued service of reservists. So Hezbollah, Hezbollah, which is in southern Lebanon, northern Israel, has warned of a new escalation in response to intensified Israeli actions. Earlier today, at least six rockets were fired from Lebanon towards northern Israel, with the IDF responding with artillery fire along the Lebanese border. Why is this important? One common question asked, is this the war of Gog and Magog? Is Ezekiel 38 and 39 in play? Lebanon is one of the countries that's uh, listed on the Confederacy list in Psalm 83. So this is what we know. Many, many, many times Israel Israel has been at a point of uh, people seeking to destroy it. Many, many, many times. Even in the current age, in the last 50 years, and Hezbollah, I mean, uh, Hamas has been lobbing rockets, thousands and thousands of rockets. They attacked him on October 7th. 
and here we are. It's been escalated, and now we're hearing it's going to be escalated again. Okay, and the thing that I want our listeners to grasp, and I want you know you to help uh, as we talk about this, is that Israel must be important because they keep trying to destroy it. Why do they keep trying to destroy it? And Hanukkah, Hanukkah is an example of this exact thing. Hanukkah, and there's there's parallels uh, with the Maccabees, right? Uh, so the the Maccabean War, the the Israel War against uh, Antiochus. Help me with Neil. Antiochus Epiphanes the Fourth. And Epiphanes the Fourth. Uh, which means, his name means? Epiphanes is like God is manifest, God manifest. made manifest. God made manifest, okay. So he was a Greek, and he was, they, were, they were up against this terrible, terrible force, uh, Israel was, and despite being outmanned, outgunned, and out uh, everything, they won that war. That's right. And, and at the end of that war, the, the, uh, again, they, they, they're always in a war. What? It, it's not because they're bad people. It's because people don't want them to exist. Do you get that? People don't want them to exist. That's why they keep fighting at. That's why they keep trying to destroy them. So here they are again, and they they won by the grace of God and the help of God, and against all odds, they won that war. And they go to rededicate the temple, and they do it according to God's ordinances. They're rededicating the temple, and they go to light the menorah. And they realize they only have enough oil for one day. And they need eight days of oil. And it's all been destroyed in the war. They don't have any consecrated oil that's made in accordance with God's ordinances. So they aren't just going to put any old oil in there. They're going to follow the ordinance of God. So they light the one they have. Well, let's light it. It's all we've got. Let's light it. So they light it. And they come back the next day and it's still lit. And it doesn't... It, it doesn't go out. So they start the process of making new consecrated oil in accordance with God's ordinances. And it takes them seven days to do that. And they realize that they are, God is, is helping them because they're able to do it. It's like the, it's like the uh, feeding of the 5,000 in, in the Gospels. There's enough. And it keeps happening. And so they make the new oil just in time, and it's and it continues, and they light the rest of it, and 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 then they they celebrate it, and this is a rededication of the temple, of God's temple, and here they are, and and they've won the war, and they have the menorah, and they have the oil, and they've had two miracles. The first miracle is that they won the war, which they shouldn't have won. The second miracle is God uh, provides enough oil for that lamp to stay lit until new oil can be made. So his temple can be consecrated and rededicated. So all of that happened in the midst of a war. And here we are again on Hanukkah in the midst of a war. The same spirit, Neil, and I want you to uh, respond to this because it's a building block of what we're going to talk about today. The same spirit, the same beings 
the same forces that have been trying to destroy Israel since its inception. It's that same spirit, that same force, those same beings have been trying to kill and destroy Israel since then. Since then. We talked about the Amalekites. Uh, that's just another example. It's not it's many examples, right? It goes all the way back, all the way back to uh, Pharaoh and Moses, right? And killing the uh, firstborn sons. That was all part of this plan to prevent Israel from becoming who it was supposed to become. And despite all odds, they keep being delivered and delivered and delivered and delivered and delivered. How can we not, Neil, how can we not think that Israel is the epicenter of God's plan? How can we not think that? Right. So <clears throat> I think that that was a, a, a good uh, summation of w the time we're in now of this war, a real war, mm -hmm. uh, symbolic of a very real war that we are in as believers. Yes, it's spiritual, but it's also practical. I mean, people die. It's horrible, but people physically die and spiritually die. This is the reality of the war we're in. Whether, like you said, it was at the very beginning, mm. it's always been a plan to wipe out Israel. That's the whole stories of all the different biblical uh, wars that, mm -hmm. that happened. Yeah. It happened in 70 AD. There were believers yeah. by that point, many yeah. believers yeah. who, guess what, Jeff? Yeah. They died yeah. under the Romans yeah. fighting for Israel. Yes, they But did. they were believers. Yes, they were. So this is what we have today. During the course of this war mm -hmm. in the ancient land of Gaza, the Philistine homeland, as it were. Yes. The five major cities are basically in that Gaza Strip region. The five of, major cities that appear in the scripture. Right. That uh, re refer to uh, the Philistines are basically in that region where mm -hmm. we're fighting now along the Gaza Strip. Certainly Gaza itself mm -hmm. is in Gaza Strip. And Philistia is mentioned in Psalm 83. And Philistia is mentioned, and we have this derivative Palestinian. So it's the same spirit, but the thing that we, sh we really want to point out is we are in a war. Mm -hmm. They're in a war in Israel. Mm -hmm. We are in a war as believers. Mm -hmm. It's not just hypothetical or theological. People do actually physically have to fight and die in that war to keep God's plan alive. It's just so significant to us that at this same time that we're seeing this play out of this war in uh, Gaza is that Hanukkah is also happening at this time, and that was the Festival of Lights or the Festival of Dedication, as you said. They wanted to rededicate. They had oil for one day. It lasted eight days until more oil could be made to relit, relight the Temple Menorah, the everlasting flame, the symbolism of God is the light of the world. You know, Neil, I, I think about uh, the torment and, and the trials, the constant trial that Jews have had their since their existence. It's been it's been trial after trial after trial. Uh, you know the most the most recent history 
And I'm just going to ask the question to our listeners here. I'm, I'm going to sh- first share with you, I tire of this. I tire of this. It's, it just seems like forever and ever and ever. And why don't we just let him have it? Why don't we just let him have Israel? Why don't we just let him have it? And let them do what they want with it. I mean, what's the big deal? It's only 15 million people. It's only 6 million people in Israel. It's not that many. What's the big deal? Let's just be done with it. And let's all move on. Let's just let them have it. Let them have Israel. Do you know if you're a Christian and you say that? If you're a Christian and you say that, you are blaspheming God. If you say that, you're blaspheming God. You know why? Because Israel is, are, they are God's people. And we're grafted into those, into that nation. We are part of that nation. We are Israelis. We're not Jews, we're Israelis. And we're been, we've been grafted in with the full rights of a son into that. So if that dies, we die. Right. So uh, your your point of I tire of it. You're not the first person I in know. history that's tired that's of what Israel. I'm hearing all, I hear it all over the place. Uh, today we hear it all over the place, yeah. but historically people were tired. Yeah. They were bored of. Yeah. They wanted to do away with Why this is, insignificant yes, people group. It, and yet, yes. against all odds yes. and against all probability, yes. uh, as we said before, the astronomical statistical anomaly of Israel existing, which has never occurred before, yes. we get to see it each and every day. And just like our last show when Sanballat maligned and lied about Nehemiah, that's yes. what the world's press and outwardly yes. is maligning and lying about Israel yes. today. As our audience, as Christians, you pointed out, yes, why don't we just do away with them? That is what the world would love to happen. They think Let's everything will be... Let's get this problem over with. It's called yeah. Shalom, Shalom, yeah, Vien, yeah, Shalom. Yeah, peace, yeah, peace, yeah. but there is no, no peace. peace. And that's that's the that's what we have to remember. That's what's happening now. The world screaming peace, and the only obstacle to world peace. Man, that is this, right on. This goes right to uh, 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 Nimrod and My Babylon. God. I'll have world peace. I know God said go inhabit all the world after yeah. the flood, but we'll build a tower. We'll hunker down yeah. here. I'll be yeah. your leader, and yeah. we'll have. Peace. We'll make a name for ourselves. Peace, peace, but there is no peace. Ceasefire, 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 ceasefire. That's the same thing. That's the rhetoric. Right? And that's the rhetoric we're having right now. Right. And it's right in the book. Isaiah said, peace, peace, but there is no peace. Right. Shalom, shalom, bien, shalom. Peace, peace. I tire of this. Peace. Give me peace. Yes. And Jeff, we wouldn't be humans if we weren't screaming, please give us peace. But we know that in these many upheavals that are yet to come, of which this is either opening the door for Mm. or is part of Mm -hmm. this continuation of inflammation of violent warfare where people actually physically die, uh, we know that's what's happening in our day right now before us. That's what we're seeing nightly. Wow. Wow. Well, if, if if we give up... If we give up, folks, if we give up on Israel, we're talking about Ukraine. If we give up on Israel, it's over. It's over. We give up on Israel, we give up on Jesus, Christians. We give up on Jesus and we give up on Israel. Jesus was a Jew. 
He's still a Jew. He's never not been a Jew. If we give up on Israel, we give up on Jesus. They're not, they're, they're not exclusive. They're tied together. Well, I think that uh, with, with that, Jeff, too, is uh, uh, you did a good summation of how did this war happen. And, of course, we know that uh, uh, historically we can read that um, uh, Alexander the Great conquered this region, this huge empire of the Persians. And uh, then he divided it up after his death, which is all of us are going to die. And Seleucus, the, one of his generals, got the Seleucid dynasty, and one of his offspring is the one who came against Israel, mm. Antiochus IV. Epiphanes, right? Yeah, yeah. The God yeah. made manifest. Yeah. And so he also came. Well, we're seeing that today. We're seeing this, this opposition to the plan of God, mm. and that's what we as Christians have to remember. We're in this family. We're just different. We said it, I think, last show, and you and I have talked about it. Yeah. You can have more than one child, yeah. and they can all be different, but none of them are out of the family. Right. They're all in the family. They're all in but the family. But you wouldn't tell your child that's so uh, uh, academically gifted, let's say hypothetically, yes. to go play basketball with the one child you have that's six foot plus tall yeah. and is a great athlete yeah. and say, go beat him. Yeah, right. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. It's not fair not and fair. it's not right. That's yeah. the same thing that we have today before us is that we're in the family. Mm -hmm. It's not their chosen. We're not. We know Jesus. They don't. Right. It's none of that. None it's, of that. We have a calling, which is we, what we showed last time. We are to be watchmen on the walls. Yes. This is our calling in mm -hmm. the family. We are the athletes, if you were, yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Jews are the academics, if you will. If you will. And I, I got to quit trying to say I'm going to take the same test as my brother uh, for the chemistry test, and I have to score higher than him. No, I'm that's gonna go not dunk what you're called. Yeah. I'm going to go dunk the basketball. You're not called you, for that. And you do the chemistry test. You're not called for that. <laughs> right. So let's stay within our lane, as they say today. And our lane as believers is yeah. wonderful. Yeah. We are grafted yeah. into this promise, this redemptive plan of Israel. And the enemy of our soul redemption, redemption. wants to fight this fruition of God's plan of redemption. And that's all we're seeing today. Now, yeah. Israel is promised, is promised at the end of it because you have been the signpost for the nations. Someday, again, this is one of the most improbable things, you will be the chief mountain. So God's kingdom is always called either a garden or a mountain or something. Mm. But mm. how in the world this insignificant dot on the globe, Israel, will be the chief Mountain? Wow. How can that be? And yet that's and, what and God Jerusalem says. will be the chief and the only city? That's right. The only one. That's right. After it's all done and said, there'll only be Jerusalem. And guess what, Jeff? Who's there? Just Jews? Right. No, 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 no. And that's where we get into this dilemma. Now, it's okay that a person's overwhelmed and tired with death and destruction. And as we said, it doesn't help us, but there's more to come. Yeah. Get ready as best as you can. There's much, much more to come. And God wrote about it and told us some of the indicia that would happen. You mentioned Psalm 83. That lays out specifically who some of these confederacies that are coming against this major plan of God are. So, anti-Israel equals anti-God. So, and that's true. 
And folks, you might wonder, why do we keep bringing up Psalm 83? We bring it up because it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. That's a prophecy that hasn't happened yet. So we're, we're, it's a sign. It's a sign of the kingdom. It's a sign of the coming kingdom. When we see, when we see those nations coming around Israel and starting to threaten it, and starting to, that's a sign. And it says from the four corners of the earth, they'll come. Right. right. When all the nations are saying, you know, Israel, Israel, why don't you stop fighting? Why don't you stop? Peace, peace, peace. But there is no peace. Right. right. And they're trying to get Israel to cooperate with their idea of what should happen. That's exactly right. And it's anti-God's plan. It is. It's completely anti-God's plan. And we do not know when or whatever will be the actual start mm-hmm. of Psalm 83 Ezekiel's war of Gog and Magog you yep. mentioned earlier yep. the final uh, appearance of God to fight on behalf of Israel we don't know when all those will happen but certainly if this isn't yet if this isn't Psalm 83 because we know that we're going to go up to Lebanon soon we know that's going to happen Lebanon's Leban- on the list Lebanon's on the list yep. and they are <clears throat> actively mm-hmm. fighting Israel today and so is, and Philistia is on the list. So we got Lebanon and Palestine. And many, many others that will join with them, and they're listed. They're named names. So that's part of our difficulty as humans is yes. that we know this is to come. It's a sure deal. Yes. And we have to get psychologically ready for this this transition, this mm. this new world where Messiah says, this is the right way of thinking. This is the new reality. The lion does lay down with the lamb. There is no more death and destruction. There is no more poisonous viper. You can walk wherever you are. But guess what, Jeff? That is not today. And our job is to stay the course as best as we can and to recognize it is only going to get worse. Why? Because the prophets, the Jewish prophets, told us that this would happen in God's redemptive plan for humanity. A couple of things, Neil, that I want uh, that I want to bring in about this, and this is good news. Uh, you mentioned to me the other day on the phone we were talking about uh, what life is going to be like after Messiah comes. Right after we're after the final final, uh, and and uh, we talked about how the the festivals uh, the fall festivals are fulfilled by Messiah coming right, but but there's there's something that you said the rabbis say we're going to continue to do, and and uh, Hanukkah might be one of them right because it's a celebration right, but there was another one you said that was kind of interesting and I just want to share it with the folks here because it's not. Uh, it's it's talked about in the Bible, but it's not an official ordinance. Well, it's not, and and uh, th- you're speaking of Hanukkah, and let me just say that uh, also as well, we know all these festivals, they are eternal, they're everlasting, yeah. they'll yeah. all be observed, uh-huh. whether it's in memory or in dress rehearsal, as we've said before, yeah. one way or the other, wherever we're at in God's eternal plan, yeah. the festivals of God never go away. This festival of Hanukkah is known as the Festival of Lights, the Festival of Dedication. There was another story of against all odds, that was the redemption of the uh, Israelites to Babylon, and they were brought back, and we read about it in Esther, the story of Purim. The rabbis, many rabbis have said, the major holiday that will be celebrated 
in the messianic reign or the end of days is Purim. Hmm. So we talked about that, Jeff, about the binding and loosening. In other words, whatever you say is kosher is kosher. Whatever you say is not kosher is not kosher. Whatever you, humans, whatever you ordain. So here we have the the seven festivals listed of God in uh, Leviticus. Mm -hmm. We can read them and other places, but Mm -hmm. specifically. Mm. But Hanukkah and Purim are not mentioned, but they are mentioned in the Bible. They are. They are mentioned, and we do observe them again, and all of them in the future will be, whatever degree of fulfillment they have, they will be celebrated as a great triumph of God. In the meantime, however, we're still back to our, we have to get through it. So, uh, John 10, okay, John 10 in the Gospel, uh, at that time, the Feast of Dedication took place in Jerusalem. Right. And Jesus was walking in the temple courts during that time. Right. So Jesus was in the temple right. celebrating the Feast of Dedication. That's right. Which is Hanukkah. Which is Hanukkah. And it was winter. It was winter. Okay. And and the the, the uh, Jewish month is Kislev. Kislev. 20, right. 25. Okay. 25th of Kislev. Right. And December 25th. Isn't that interesting? That we have a day that mimics, mimics Hanukkah, but we use it to celebrate Jesus' birth. Right, right. And and it's not that it's necessarily yeah, wrong, but it's just wrong. interesting. No, it's interesting. That you have to really struggle to say, I'm confused. Mm. I don't think it means anything. Mm. It's just coincidence. Yeah. So everything that's happening in Israel today good or bad, mm-hmm. you have to say, just coincidence, just coincidence, just coincidence, mm-hmm. just coincidence. Mm-hmm. And it's it it's just like when Israel was a nation, that was to many Bible believers before 1948 when they became a nation, they said, that is the biggest sign ever. Boy, when that happens, then I'll believe. If that happens, then I'll believe, depending on how far in advance it was. Right. But now, so many people who claim that the Jew Jesus is their Messiah, that the Jewish writings are authoritative. Yes. They look back and say it was a historic accident. Oh. It was a oh. coincidence. Oh, coincidence. So yeah, God did right. not intervene in the affairs of man. He no. did not direct them that it will ultimately be his way. And that's what we have to say today with this Gaza war, that even though we're talking about Hanukkah, is God involved in it? Mm-hmm. And we see that Jesus did observe Hanukkah in the New Testament in John 10, and he did not say, did not say, oh, the Jews should have had a two-state solution, one for the Greeks <laughs> and one for the Jews. That would have been fair. No, Jesus didn't do no, that. No, he did as not. As far as we know, he just, he was in Jerusalem to celebrate yes. what has become and was Hanukkah, the celebration of the winning of the Maccabees to keep God's plan and the dedication in order. and the rededication of the temple and the rededication and the lighting of the menorah. That's right. And the miracle of the eighth day uh, supply and and it's it's amazing uh, that when we the, this festival of lights, which is Jewish, right. which celebrates a miracle. And we light the heck out of everything. I mean, in Christmas right. time, we have lights all over, right? Everywhere. Everywhere. And, and 
and we don't connect the dots. And we don't connect that it's that it's been done before. Yes. That's the point. Yes. We've seen this before. Yes. We've seen attempts to wipe out Israel yes. and the Jews and thus God's plan. Yes. And we've seen God sovereignly yes. intervene yes. if you can see it yes. on behalf and affairs of man. So it continues forward to God's end result, his end plan. And that's what we're seeing today in Gaza. That's what we're seeing today that while this also occurred over Hanukkah, and Jesus observed Hanukkah. He was in what's called Solomon's Colonnade. It wasn't called Antiochus Epiphany, the fourth colonnade. It was called Solomon. And Solomon dedicated that temple according to the ways of God. God said, you will have this menorah that will be the everlasting mm. flame. Mm. It will be a sign of light. And Jesus often referred yeah. to light. Wow. Often, often, over wow. and over again. Over and light, again. light, light, light. Mm-hmm. And that's what Hanukkah is about. Mm-hmm. Light. So even though in this darkness, even though in this present hell, yes. there is light coming. There light is light. Coming. Yes. And we are the light of the world, Jesus said. We are the light of the world. And and we're not and we're to let our light shine, and 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 let uh, people see our good works, so they glorify our Father who is in heaven. Hallowed be His name. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a powerful thing, Neil. That that Hanukkah. Here we are again, at war, right? At war, and it's Hanukkah, and uh, it's happened before. And here we are again. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Uh, it could be. It might be. It, 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 it's looking more and more. We have Lebanon getting in with Hezbollah. We had the Philistines, the Philistines, Hamas, violence. It means violence. Hamas, not not the not not the not the innocent citizens. We're talking about the combatants. Right in the in in, in the uh, Psalm eighty three. Well, in Psalm eighty three, there's a list of a number of participants That's in true. that it's confederation. More than five. It's That's more right. than five. Yep. And for people that didn't listen to our previous yeah. shows, where we tried to attempt to parse it out a little more specifically, yeah. Yeah. eighty three talks about a conflagration run by Iran, ancient Persia. By the way, they yes. are back there pulling the strings, and that's yes. exactly what they did with Hamas. They're yes. pulling the strings. Yes. That's what they're doing with the present universities and yes. the president saying, well, you know, it's not necessarily anti-Semitic. Well, they're sending billions of dollars back into the U.S. to, to uh, sway public opinion. This is all orchestrated by mm. Iran. So we know there's a conflagration coming of Psalm 83 lists who these people are, at least by their ancient names. So it's the same spirit and perhaps genetically some of the offspring of some of these people. But we do know that that's one step in a grander step because then we have the Gog and Magog War. Then we have Jesus at least coming back in a very desperate time. So we know that this is a continuum. And this present thing with Hamas, whether there's a a flare down, if you will, or a flare up, we know that it's marching toward this culmination. What's so interesting for our point and our purposes right now is And this is happening over another event that happened where another powerful nation, another powerful group, billionaires of their day, also attempted to thwart God's plan and wipe out Israel. 
The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp. This has been a great discussion for this episode of Israel, Why is the Middle East Important? I look forward to how this continues to unfold. As you can tell, Neil and I enjoy talking about the subject as it helps us to get to the root of the matter about God and why Israel and the Middle East are so important. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and we would love to hear from you. Visit us at our home at Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? That's Spreaker.com. Israel, why is the Middle East important? And you can find us on Facebook using that same title. And you can email us at why is the Middle East important at gmail.com. That's why is the Middle East important at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. If you like what you hear, please invite your friends to the conversation. One thing Neil and I always say to each other is, I don't know, because the only way we know is to not know. Once you have it all figured out, you stop learning. And that state of mind is what helps us to learn and grow. We invite you into that journey with us. From Neil Johnson and me, Jeff Pelletier, Shalom, and see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.